Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Looking for the latest on the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies? Yeah, we've got you covered. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the Sports Zone. Today I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to. I think Nate's taking out his frustrations at us on you, honestly. I did call it a red flag the other day. Yeah, you can't say that. (laughs) It was an an accident. We're all trying to learn a little bit more about soccer. And I told them that. Your exclusive home of Real Salt Lake right here on the KSL Sports Zone. Um, And Lloyd was having a conversation uh, trying to act like he knows something about soccer. (laughs) And he goes, ooh, that guy should have got a red flag to Nate. Who's like... You said that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did you do it to troll him? No, I didn't do it to troll him. It was an accident. It just... Came out. It was. It was an accident. And, and the thing is, so I you know. So I know it's a red Lloyd, card. I know that. You, you it just do, came out red. You flag. don't do anything by accident. So are you saying that they needed to challenge the play? No, because I was talking to him about some stuff with the with the broadcast and and just the TV and the angles and stuff. And I said something about because I was watching it on the Apple TV, and I said I said something about a red flag. Oh, and he goes, "You mean red card?" And I'm like. Yes. That's what I said. That's what I said. You should have stuck with him and been like, no, I, I just would like him said. to challenge Booby that. Booby trap. <laughs> I'd like him to challenge that is what I'm saying. I I don't know what you're trying to I say. was going to ask him if they can challenge. <laughs> so then, but I decided not to. So then Nate goes into the studio, changes the channel to some soccer game and said, learn it. Learn it. So now I've got to learn it. Okay. I'll do it. I told him I would. I'll do it. You watch out. The Portuguese in me is going to. The, strong, the, the Portuguese is strong in me. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> you watch. Lloyd's going to be uh, become our top soccer analyst. Go! With the work that he puts in. Diligent work. I'm actually excited about it. I am too. I'm excited about it. I'm going to be at many, many games this year. Got the credential. Me I don't too? know. I haven't been approved for it yet. I, don't I haven't either, but I feel like I'm going to. Fingers well, that's crossed. The key is just getting to the matches. Um, yes, but that's I plan on being key. a very a, a high high number. I already got the kids hitting me up like, "Hey, we gonna go to the go to some games?" I said, "I will. I'll get you to some games. We'll do it." Hey, when did when did JMU slip in on that? Schedule. Uh, that was supposed to be the BYU game. Um, but BYU gets into the Big 12, and so um, they had to cancel a bunch of games. So Utah State kind of had to scramble. And it's not a knock on BYU. Uh, BYU was well within their rights to cancel games. They're trying to get into the Big 12, and so they had to move some things around. And so Utah State did not have a lot of time to try to get somebody on the schedule. Um, because of BYU canceling. So James Madison Whew. is taking over that slot. So the Utah State football schedule has been released, and it starts September 2nd at Iowa. It's going to be a tough game, bud. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It ain't Alabama, that's for sure. 
I called that Iowa team last year. But great, de- great, City Bowl. great defense, anemic offense. Yeah, they they do. They're just hard nosed guys. Yeah, they play really physical in the trench. So at Iowa, first time those two teams have played since two thousand two. Uh, and then back home as they take on Idaho State, the Bengals come down from Pocatello. September 16th, Utah State. Man, they always play Air Force early. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, That's the game I don't I, like. I want Air Force in like November. It's on the road too. Yeah. Uh, so September 16th at Air Force. Then that James Madison game mm-hmm. um, will be September 23rd in Logan. September 30th, the trip to UConn. UConn came to Logan last year. Utah State was able to get the 31-20 victory. Now they return the visit and go all the way over to Storrs, Connecticut for a trip to UConn. So right now it's 3-2, and two, even with three of those games being on the road. It's 3-2, and two, and it could be 4-1. and one. It could yeah. be. We'll see what they do at Air Force. I don't know how good Air Force is going to be. Utah State's won two in a row against the Academy. But that's going to be a tough one. Following that up, on the road at Iowa, home for Idaho State, on the road at Air Force, home for James Madison, on the road for UConn, I'm going to go 3-2, and two, highest probability. Then, back-to-back home games, Colorado State on October 7th, and then October 14th against Fresno State. Both those games at home. Uh, Colorado State's trying to rebuild. They had a miserable year last year. Fresno State is your reigning Mountain West Conference champions, but they are going to have a huge turnover on that roster, including uh, Jake Hayner, who I think will be top four-round draft pick in the NFL. Third round, fourth round around there. Might be a little higher. Had a great – I think he was MVP of the Senior Bowl. I really like I, – I, I really like him, but they're going to have to regroup without him, and that's going to be a tough, tough to do. By October 7th, when Utah State has Colorado State come visit that stadium – you could see a true freshman at quarterback there with that Lehigh kid. They love that kid. They love him. They lo- I, absolutely love him. Jay Norvell. Oh, oh, for Colorado State. Yes. Oh, the uh, Brousseau kid. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Jay Norvell loves that I kid. I thought you were talking about the Lehigh quarterback. Or not Lehigh. Um, who's the quarterback they just signed? Uh, Utah State just signed. That I think was uh, McKay. McKay. Oh, Yes, um, Skyridge. Yes, McKay Beckstead. Oh crap! Is that his name? I'm going to get like eighteen thousand tweets here in just a second. Well, it makes me wonder if, come Colorado State time, you don't see two Lehigh quarterbacks yeah. facing off against each other. Could very well happen. One from Skyridge and one from Lehigh. McKay Hillstead. Hillstead. Yeah, uh, Utah State loves him. Absolutely, that coaching staff is in love with that young man. And he'll have an opportunity in spring and fall to win the job. Not saying he will, but they're going to give him an opportunity to compete. It's not just a, oh, yeah, you know, sign in first year, you know, if you. No, he'll have an actual would that, opportunity. Would that be crazy? Yeah. You come to October 7th and we could see two Lehigh quarterbacks facing off. Yeah. Um, two local kids in that stadium. If that happens, I'm going to be there. Well, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Take, take, hey. a de- take it easy. Um, the next episode. Uh, it, Colorado State really likes Clay Millen. He's Hugh Millen, who played in the NFL for a lot of years. Uh, I think the Patriots and the Broncos. His son is Clay Millen. Uh, started a couple of games, got hurt last year, but they've always kind of had him as the heir apparent for that job. But if he doesn't live up to what he needs to be doing, or if it, there's some issues there, Jay Norvell's got to make a move pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So Clay Millen will be your day one starter. It's just a matter of if he, if he stays healthy and if he's productive enough. Well, I think through that you should be through through Fresno State. You should be probably four and three. Um, so Colorado State, Fresno State, then October twenty first at San Jose State. San Jose State's improved, but are, that should still be a W. Are, are they going to take a step back? I think the, they will take a step back. San Jose State was yeah. really good last year. Yeah. Then you have a bye week. It's all the way to October 28th before Utah State has a bye week. November 4th, they'll be at San Diego State. Tough game. Uh, yeah. San Diego State, 
I think that they are going to do. They're going to pour resources into this team. They're a they're a surging team. They're going to pour resources in, and they're going to be like, see, they are special. See, this is what San Diego, but this is what San Diego State will do. They'll run the ball, and they'll they'll have a good defense, and they'll blitz, and they'll they'll have a quarterback that'll be that'll be awful because that's how they always are. Horrible quarterback play, um, really good defense, and then they'll just try to run the ball. Yeah. Um, then you come back home for two more games, November 11th against Nevada, November 18th against Boise State, um, and then wrap up the season November 25th at New Mexico. What bugs you worse when somebody says Nevada or when somebody says Warsh? Warsh? Warsh. Well, it is. Warsh your hands? It is Nevada. It's Nevada, right? It's no, Nevada. It's Nevada. No, it's not. It is, but I say it Nevada as well. It is Nevada. I, I'll bet you say Halloween too, don't you? No, I don't. But it is. It's say Nevada. Cool. Whip. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. So if I was just in, I was just in Nevada, and I didn't hear any of the locals say, "Oh no, sir, it's and Nevada." You know they were locals. And were you that? paying attention, or were you just chasing them down? <laughs> Nevada. So did the locals say Nevada? No, they say uh, Nevada. I'm pretty sure they say Nevada. It's like the hey, I hate it too. I'm with you. I like Nevada. When when people say Boise, Boise, yeah, it's Boise. It's Boise. Boise. It's not Boise. No, it's not Boise. It's Boise. I'm with you. It's trash, but I think they still call it Boise. It's not New Orleans. It's New Orleans. Narlands. No, it's New Orleans. Not 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 Narlands. Narlands. Why can you please stop saying Nevada? I told you I don't say Nevada. I say I mean I say Nevada. I don't say Nevada, but it is Nevada. No, it is not Nevada. It is Nevada. Is Utah? I'm not going to have this argument with you because I know I'm right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. You're right. Do we have any Nevada locals working around the building? I don't know. I've never heard somebody. Because you, you, you'd say somebody from Boise or somebody from Idaho, and they hear Boise, and that immediately grates on their nerves. And they're like, no, it's not Boise, it's Boise. Yeah, they Well, if it does. grates on their nerves, then I would go ahead and say that then. It's Boise. Uh, yeah. Um, but I have, I've never heard somebody from Nevada say, no, 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 it's Nevada. Do you know my little region of Idaho said Warsh? A lot. Yeah. I, a lot of people said wash. Yeah. Instead of wash. Instead of washing your hands, it was wash. washing your hands. Wash your hands. Go wash your hands. I have not heard that in my neck of the woods. I do feel we've kind of shook it out of the English vocabulary pretty well. But I still hear it from time to time. Wash. Go wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah, fortunately, that was not part of the Southern Idaho lexicon. But the, the Cash Valley draw... It's still very prevalent in the state. The button. Well, that's everywhere. Tremont. That's everywhere. That's just not Cash Valley. And is it toilet or toilet? No, it's, that isn't even. Nobody's ever said toilet. Is it table or to ball? Like, what are you? You're just making stuff up now. <laughs> just saying. I think some people say toilet. Nobody says toilet. Nobody says toilet. Toilet. You were use a toilet. Nobody says that. <laughs> I guess they do. I've heard it. I've never heard that in my life. I need some toilet paper. So I'm just going through. I think uh, eight and four, seven and five around there. All really depends on quarterback play. I know we've been hitting the quarterback thing a lot. So today. if it's not McKay, is it? Uh, is it Lagarde's going to get the nod, and he'll get every opportunity to hold on to the job? I think Blake Anderson's been pretty upfront and honest in saying. Uh, he will be our starter going into spring, and most likely fall doesn't mean he'll be the starter coming out of spring and fall. They've got some. Uh, they got the uh, the Bishop Davenport that they really like, and they feel like he can develop. And remember, Blake Anderson's running. We'll we'll get Blake on the air. Maybe we'll see if we can get him on the air tomorrow or next week sometime, and and ask him point blank because remember. He's running the offense now. Offensive coordinator is now off to Indiana. Um, I think that was a mutual parting of ways 
that's just me speculating. Uh, but I do think that uh, it was probably best for both sides to go their separate ways. And Blake Anderson, for the first time in I want to say three or four years, is now going to run his own is going to run his offense. Mm-hmm. So he will be calling the plays as the head coach. Kyle Cephalo will be co-offensive coordinator, and I think he'll have a big role in the game plan, but the actual play calling will be coming from the head coach, Blake Anderson. Mm. How comfortable are you with that? Or how comfortable do you think he is with that? Has he got a lot of years? He's done that. I mean, he's done the the dual role. Um, In fact, if you want to back up a little further, he was used to it, and I think that was what he was comfortable doing. Um, and then, unfortunately, he went through a really difficult time with his wife passing away, and that prompted him as he needed to focus on other aspects of his life uh, to bring in an offensive coordinator <coughs> and uh, give him a little help with that play calling duty. And so, I think that now he's settled in, and um, I think it's like, okay, let's take this over and let's get it going again. So. Utah's starting their spring ball pretty late. For those of you that haven't heard, Utah's spring ball is planned for Tuesday, March 21st, and will wrap up April 22nd. They'll have their red and white game. It's actually been named the 22 Forever game, obviously in honor of the passing of a couple of Ute greats. But March 21st to April 22nd, kind of a, a later push, maybe for weather. Maybe they just saw the weather, the snow. Maybe they wanted to push back a little bit. BYU's jumping this thing. They they kick off spring ball on Monday. <laughs> this coming Monday, yeah. March 6th, and they're going to wrap up spring ball by March 31st. Wow. I think Utah State losing their defensive coordinator, too, probably wanted to push things back a little bit. Get a new defensive coordinator in place. So when do they kick off spring ball? Uh, I think uh, here. I think they're not for another couple of weeks. So they're pushing back just a touch. Too. I believe so. Jeez, I don't know if they're going to be able to have spring ball in Logan. Yeah, they're going to have to I go to San sp- Antonio. I don't know if spring's going to even <laughs> nice New Orleans Saints <laughs> reference. <laughs> San Antonio going to have to move down to San Antonio. So they can find a little grass to play on. New York City. Because you're not going to see grass in Logan until sometime mid-June. Yeah. Mid- Logan has got some snow. I haven't been up there. Is it? Is it you packed need a, in up there? You need to drive through Sardine because that feels like you're going through, I mean, just snow it, drifts on each side. Is it loaded? It is out of control. Have you ever seen it up there Not like, like that? that. Not like that. Not that I can remember. So my sister lives in Downey, California. And they behind Downey, they've got some mountain ranges. She's seen dusting of snow up there, like little yeah. dusting. It's they're coated. She and she's lived there since like nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine. She said, "I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen these mountains with this amount of snow. The Sierra Nevadas are getting hammered." They are getting so much snow. And Logan, I think, is kind of in the mix with this. Yeah, Logan's getting unprecedented amounts, aren't they? I've been doing the play-by-play thing up there for six years. I've driven that canyon a lot through football and basketball season. I've never dealt with (laughs) some white-knuckle driving like I've had to do this year. Do they need outdoor capabilities in order to fit in a good-sized spring ball? I think, yeah, you would like that for sure. Um, they do have the indoor facility that can help out quite a bit. And they, but can, I do, they can clear the practice field. But I do think that they would like to be outside as much as possible. Uh, by the way, tweet rolling in here from the It's Hot Down Here is the uh, name on the Twitter account. Said, I have lived in Vegas for 20 years. Lloyd is dead wrong. It is not Nevada. How do we know he really lives in Nevada? Um, because he said so. And, and oh, well, yeah. And he said that Absolutely. And his Twitter uh, name is it's hot down here. So it means he knows Vegas. And, <laughs> and then he's got it, a picture of Vegas yeah. in his if, and his, if you look his at his header, yeah, avatar, right. it's a Vegas driver's license. Yeah. And he has the Vegas sign, of course, as his picture. So there's probably a good chance he's from Nevada. Yes. Okay. So and he would know how to pronounce Nevada. But is he actually from there, from there? 
It's like when no, Mike, he just lives down there. Well, he's lived there for 20 years. Yeah, like. I'm not buying it. It's like when I tell people my name and they say, are you sure it's not Hans? <laughs> been living with it for the last 32 years like i don't know man 33 years in late july you know what i i will be honest just hearing hans is really starting to irritate me well then you probably shouldn't i'm tell, with you i'm serious you probably shouldn't no, tell I'm people when they call i don't to, to call i him don't hans. tell people to call him that okay like kurt, no i'm being serious kurt healan has joined our show every I, year okay for eight years. i think there is a reason why he put that out there I want to bring it well, up right now. Until he gets it right, he's from Yahoo Sports. I, <laughs> I know. I don't want to I bring know. that. I'm not hey. bringing that. Wasn't me. No, it was what CBS and then Yahoo. Yes, yes. yes. Hey, he goes, I had a lot on my mind. Where he lived from th- CBS. I thought you were protecting <laughs> your boy because he called me Hans, and you were like, "Oh, that's Kurt exactly Heelan that's from no, that's exactly, wasn't. no, that's exactly what I was doing. He threw that out there after Scotty just butchered no, it. In no. fact, I highly doubt Kurt's even going to join us next week. Oh, like, he'll, he'll be fine. Probably He's just gone now. I'll be, he'll be fine. So long, Stuart. All right, we just had Dennis Dodd on from CBS, and then I'm like, oh, it's not CBS. Who is he from again? Yahoo was that? And, what, and what's yeah. so funny? No, and this is sports. The, you and know, then you went, by the way, CB, Yahoo Sports. You, you, uh, you know it's really bad when Lloyd doesn't even give me grief about it for like the whole show. It was. I wasn't going to do it. I was you like, nope, seen he's in a bad glass. place. Oh, Lloyd had like, beads of sweat. Oh, like Lloyd hasn't screwed up before. Call oh, the no. time. Beads of sweat coming down, and he was like, "Ah!" It was such a bad one that I was like, "Yeah, that was not even I was it. Did, did you dump it or anything? No, I didn't. I edited it. You, um, if you can go listen to the edit job I did, appreciate your. Uh, appreciate I was all you for helping it. me out a little because he said, "Scotty, how are you doing? Hans, how are you?" And Scotty goes, "All right, yeah, Kurt from Yahoo Sports, CBS, whatever you are." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, he's got my back." <laughs> yeah. Take that, Take Kurt. Take that, Kurt. <laughs> uh, no, so the crazy thing is, you you said Yahoo Sports, and right as you said it, a Yahoo Sports story popped up on my I, screen. I think that's they're from Twitter? Yes, from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I could see uh, how that happened. About the John Moran thing. Yes, that, that's exactly what it that was. That news you was know what? I went right to, right, right away I said, oh. I, I put Yahoo Sports or I put CBS Sports in there. Dang it. Went and checked the doc and I'm like, no, no, NBC no, Sports. no, I'm okay. not that. I mean, I'm just dumb. I'm not just that dumb. I mean, I mean, there, there was no excuse there. I just screwed that up. I could have said I didn't want to bring it up. We'd it's already fine. Moved past it's it. fine. I knew I, I already was, moved past honestly, it. Honestly, I thought like I'm surprised we're going the whole show without bringing it up. Yesterday. Well, I couldn't do it to you. So I knew you had a lot there, going on. Yeah, there were a couple things because we were pressing that. Uh, well, Lloyd was pressing that casino sounder a lot. Yeah, and I there was a lot going on. I yeah, I had you that, flustered. That had you bugged, and then there were one or two other things that hit, and I just kind of looked Wait at him and like, what else did I screw up? <laughs> he said, you, you, see you guys on Monday. See you guys on Monday. <laughs> did I really say that? <laughs> yeah, because we were like. I looked, I was like, on a Wednesday? I, dude, it confused me. I'm like, looking me. at my watch, well, you, I'm like. You meant to say, I'm coming back tomorrow. Yeah. And I think in your mind, you thought that it'd be the weekend. And yeah, I, Honestly, I felt like all day today was Friday. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Get but at least weekend. I got the weekend coming up. And I'm like, oh, crap, it's Thursday. Oh, man. Hans said, should we correct him? I said, no, nah, he's rolling. Just let him go. Just let him go. <laughs> oh, man. I hate it that you guys were back here just like cackling at all my screw Oh, there's no cackling. Here's no the thing, cackling. Scotty. We you, wouldn't do that to you. You have been grinding. You absolutely have been grinding. You've been burning the both wick ends. at both ends. Yes. Dude, when you guys try to be nice, it just makes it worse. <laughs> no, <laughs> no just, we're serious. How we know it, that you've had some crazy schedules. I mean, you got to Vegas like three weeks ago. You were there for a hey, long time. But you did beat the storm. So. I did. Guys in Vegas were saying that the uh, the gorge and the Arizona was closed. I've never heard of that happening from before storm. St. George down into Mesquite. Yeah, oh, no, I've never. Truth heard of that. is, had our guy been driving, he wouldn't be with us today. And I mean, I don't mean dead. Say, wow. I mean, he wouldn't have been on the show today. See him Monday. Oh, you'd have stayed in Beaver <laughs> for a, an extended period of time. You are looking live <laughs> at the desert flats of Beaver. Oh, boy. Dusted by snow. Hands and Scotty.
Um, you know, have I ever told you guys that I really love this show? Yeah. I no, really love actually, it. Actually, you haven't. I yeah, love this not, show. And not without being sarcastic. Uh, no, there's no sarcasm. Man, there's a lot of sarcasm. No, there's in this not. Segment. I love this show. By the way, Hans has a new phone. I, he sounds clear, crystal clear right, on can it. Can you stop it's amazing. Okay. No, no, that's stop. true. I'm serious. Like, Hans called me right after he got the, I, or the iPhone hooked up, and I'm like, Hans, are you in this hotel room with me right now? It sounds Am so I right? clear. Yes. You guys are clowns. No, we're not. The The sound that came from oh. you was like, it's like studio quality. Can like I, it is. It's can, unbelievable. Can I please tell this one story, though, that you mentioned? That's awesome. <laughs> they, you, you said, you know what's crazy is I went from Salt Lake to Eagle Mountain and it didn't even drop once. <laughs> <laughs> that's that to me. And I was like, well, that's well, a good that, thing. And he's like, isn't that crazy? And I'm like, well, that's actually how cell phones work. No, it's not. Scotty, and you, I know you're just being a, a turkey. You and Lloyd. Oh, well, no, there's all serious. I'm we're being totally serious here. It was amazing. Well. Half the time I don't even want to have a conversation with you because it's so bad. You you, you guys. Sorry. Are you serious about that? Well, because the, the audio quality is just not good. I can't make out half the things you say. I have to have you repeat yourself. Well, that bums me out. No. I, Maybe that explains why people don't call me anymore. But not not now. Not now. Got a lot of friends that have been ghosting me. Makes me makes me sad. Man, <laughs> maybe you get my, an iPhone and you. Maybe you're my wife ghosting. will pick up a call every now and then. Now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure. She's been taking a lot of phone calls lately. Hands and Scotty, ninety-seven-five, the yeah. KSL Sports Zone. That's true. Coming up next, the good, the bad, the ugly, straight ahead right here on The Zone. Your home for Real Salt Lake is right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. After a comfortable high 2-1 victory over Vancouver to kick off the season, RSL stays in the Pacific Northwest for a showdown against Seattle. Catch all the play-by-play action this Saturday, beginning with the pre-match show at 7.30, followed by first kick at 8.30 on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone and KSL News Radio 11.60. Catch every moment of every RSL match right here on your Exclusive home of Real Salt Lake, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to saddle up and talk about the winners and the losers. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, here's the good. Good, the bad, the ugly right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. So, as we just learned in the last segment, not only was I in Vegas over the last two days, but uh, wildly disorienting and saying all kinds of crazy things on the air. Some things I didn't even know I said. The reason being, though, Utah State with a big game against UNLV last night, and Utah State blows out the Rebels 91-66. to Went on a 14-2 run midway through the second half, turned a four-point game into a blowout. And how about Stephen Ashworth, who may be joining us tomorrow. I still want you and Stephen hanging out on the radio together. I think it'd it'd be a lot of fun. He had 27 points, 10 of 17 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3, 2 rebounds, dished out 7 assists, also ripped away 3 steals in that game. And Utah State now um, picks up their 23rd win of the season. They've got a huge game against Boise State coming up on Saturday to finish the regular season. You think you could score me two tickets on that one? Uh yeah, you you really want to go? 
I think Rock and I would like to try to slip up there. Rock, I, Rock wants to come check out the place. He's never seen a basketball game in the Spectrum. I am on it. We'll get you squared away. I think that'd be a fun one to be at. Game's officially listed as a sellout, but I know some people. You know a couple people? Yeah. Would Ajay mind if we sit in the booth with the two of you? Um, no booth. It's a little crowded oh. there on the uh, ba- on the uh, the media row. Yeah. If you want to come by, though, we'll, we'll, I got room for one of you. Ajay won't even be there. It'll be me and Spencer. They give us three seats. Uh, tell let Spencer know that I'm doing the show. You want to do color? Yeah. All right. Now we're talking. Tell Spencer to stay home for this one. Get out. We'll get this broadcast really rocking. Um. So here's an interesting thing for Utah State. Most bracket projectors still have Utah State out. But after their win last night, they took a big jump in the computer numbers. And now they are number 24 in Ken Palm and number 22 in the net. Um, If they hold those numbers but don't get in, those will be the highest numbers uh, of a team that does not that did not make the NCAA tournament. The, the field is 68 still, isn't it? Yes. Um, How do you not get in I don't know. to the, a 68 team bracket? The problem they're dealing with is there's these quad games that you know we talked to Ken Pomeroy yeah. about, and Utah State does not have a quad one win. Yeah. They're 0-4 in quad one games. How good of a win would Boise State be? Boise beat? would qualify as a quad one win. That's what I thought. Yeah. This game coming up Saturday night is huge. Yes. 7 o'clock tip. Um, and they have, uh, they re-released a, a couple. So here's the problem that Utah State, and this is unfortunate because spring break is next week and that student body has just been a menace for teams. But on Friday, um, school's out and the next week is spring break. So there will be some students leaving. So Utah State has issued some of those tickets, uh, to the general public that have been snatched up pretty quick. So it should be a full house, but may not have that same intensity from the student body because I think a lot of them, may not be there for that game. But if you can find a way, that's that arena is just fun when it's hopping. Uh, they don't like Boise State. Boise State doesn't like Utah State. You got that factor involved. Well, there was a pretty ugly game earlier in the season. Yes. and so It got ugly. It got really ugly. Um, I got a sneaking suspicion. The coaching staffs don't like each other was very much. Was there two ejections or um, three? I think you're thinking of the uh, – Nev- was it the Nevada game? No, San Diego State game. Oh, where they, where they threw was, out a couple people. I thought it was Boise people. State. But uh, Boise was also a little... Uh, I remember that one getting real chippy. Chippy, yeah. yeah. A lot of... Uh, Boise State is... You know, look, Boise State does what Boise State normally do. It does. They, they've got a... They, they've got some dudes that like to chirp. And uh, they've got a coach that likes to chirp. And they did put the whip on Utah and, State. And they backed, they backed it up. They did? Yeah. All right, there's your good. Let's get to the bad... Now the bad. So we talked about this story yesterday. Jalen Carter, who's one of the top prospects in the upcoming NFL draft, he had a warrant put out for his arrest yesterday. Well, he's in Indianapolis getting ready for the combine. He's a Georgia uh, phenom, one of the best defensive players in this upcoming draft. He's probably projected as a top four. Someone might say a top three, but probably a top four. Yeah. So Jalen Carter went back to Georgia, returned to Georgia. He was booked at 11.33 p.m., according to jail records, at the Athens-Clark County Police Department. And he posted a $4,000 bail and was released about 16 minutes later. <laughs> Once he was released, Scotty? Goes right back to Indianapolis. Got in an airplane, went back to Indianapolis, because he's continuing on with his interviews and everything else that's associated with the combine. So, here's the deal. And it's so funny. I've listened to a bunch of NFL analysts sitting there and debating this and talking about this. Will this hurt his draft stock? Number one, it's too early. Because we've got to find get the findings of the investigation. If he was racing against the former Georgia player and the female front office worker that crashed and died and she was she had 0.192 in blood alcohol content in her toxicology if he was in fact racing in that moment which they say that they've got evidence enough to get the warrant and get 
and get this young man, get Jalen Carter back to Georgia, and they find that he was, in fact, racing, and they start down this conversation of, were you intoxicated? Did you have any alcohol that night? Why didn't you stay on the scene? Where were you guys? Yeah. And and I was that's the one I was going to get to, and that is the biggest one. Yeah. Why did you not stay? If they've got evidence that he was there and a teammate wrecked and died, even if he was in front of them and didn't see the wreck, and he's driving and, you know, he's kind of going and, you know, the, the, the cartoons of the shows where you're going and you're kind of looking in the rearview mirror and they're not there. And then you slow down and then you stop and pull to the side of the road and you wait and you're like, they're not coming. At some point, whether it was the next morning and he heard that there was a wreck or it was that night when they didn't pass him or catch yeah. up with him. Why, yeah. son? Yeah. Why? Did you not come back and say, I was there, I saw it, I was in that moment, why? And if there's evidence that they were at the same party together, where there was consumption, or these are the things that will absolutely drag him down and will will hurt his draft yeah. stock. So the charges aren't terrible. It's just two misdemeanor charges that he was arrested on. Um, let me see if I could find the, yeah, facing misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and racing. That's the charges that he's facing. Those aren't enough to keep you out of no. the NFL draft. Most NFL teams are still going to slot you that high. But when the investigation comes down and they say, why didn't you stop? Why weren't you there? Or the NFL, these NFL scouts are sitting across the table, and I've been in these interviews, and they are very uncomfortable and they are very forward. And it's it kind of like a, hey, it's not quite the um, client-customer, uh, whatever, you know, whatever it is between a, a psychiatrist and, yeah, a, yeah. and a client. that Doctor-patient privilege. Yeah, whatever. That doctor-patient, whatever. It's not quite that level, but they kind of cast it like, hey, you know, this doesn't leave the room, just so you know. Yeah. It doesn't. Tell me what you were doing that night. Come on. Just tell, tell me, us. Hey, don't don't make us look bad. Tell us what you were doing that night. And if he says I was there and I was racing alongside, they can't take him. You can't draft him. Yeah. So why did you leave? Well, because X, Y and Z. I panicked. Why didn't you say something the next morning? Uh, because X, Y and Z. But you were there. Yeah. What do you you can't draft him? No, no. Guys, guys, I mean, it makes me, bums me out to say this, but there's a lot of college kids that drink and drive that still get drafted. Like, it just happens. Mm -hmm. And I think teams are willing to look past that. Teams are probably willing to look past the fact that he was racing. But the fact that there was a deadly accident in which at least two lives lives were taken, and then you did nothing and didn't report it and left the scene... Or didn't follow up on the scene. That's that's the thing that's going to chase NFL teams away. If these two people were alive and could back him, yeah. If they would have lived and they could say, "Oh no, we've recovered. Things are fine. It, yeah. it, this wasn't his fault. He wasn't even at the party. We just we we caught up with him on the highway. We thought it would be funny to press the gas, and we kind of get in this race. We don't even have an account." Why? Because he'd left the scene. Yeah. And the other two are dead. Yeah. It's a horrible situation. But then there's this cynical part of me that's like, no, the NFL doesn't care. They're going to draft him. Even if he knew that they wrecked, even if he was intoxicated, even if he did flee the scene, there's still this cynical part of me that's like, NFL doesn't care. If the guy can help him win, they're going to draft him. Well, do NFL teams look at it as, I mean, obviously, there's a major character flaw if you leave an accident like that, but a loyalty to, loyalty to teammates, care factor with teammates. Yes, all of that selfish, plays in. I'm only worried about leaving. myself. Yes. yes. Huge. Absolutely. I do think that that would play a massive part. You left. Did you see the accident? This no. is your brother. How far did you go before you realized that they weren't behind you? Half mile. When you stopped, did you turn around and go see? No. Why wouldn't you go back and see? Even if they got pulled over, why... Why wouldn't you go check? Why? Mm. 
Because there's there's a couple of reasons that we can come up with, oh, and yeah. none of them are good. No. And NFL teams will read into that. All right. There's your bad. Let's get to the ugly. And, of course, the ugly. Hans, this is, this is crazy here. Well, this is scary stuff. For those of you that know Lionel Messi, he is obviously amazing. He's with Paris Saint-Germain. He's a forward and one of the greatest, if not the greatest, soccer player in the history of the game. So his in-laws own a supermarket in Rosario, Argentina. His wife's parents. Apparently two men on motorbikes drove by this shopping store slash restaurant and fired guns into this place. It's called Unico. It's located in the La Valle district of Rosario. They did it in the very early hours of this morning in Argentina. So it just happened this morning in Argentina. They don't know who the two individuals were, but they did leave a note. And the note stated, Messi, we are waiting for you. Javkin is a drug dealer. He is not going to look after you. Pablo Javkin is the mayor of Rosario, and he's released a statement saying, we need more authority here in Argentina. We we need more help in our community. We've got these no good dudes out here doing this kind of stuff. He's worried about it. Now, Lionel Messi's in-laws are stressing because they feel like their lives are on the line. If they would have been in that establishment, those bullets came ripping through the front of the establishment. Nobody was hurt, but plenty of bullets ripped through the establishment. Jeez. And obviously, you know it's a hit. You know it's an attack on Lionel because the note was left and they knew that it was his in-laws. That's that's really freaky. Just put that into local perspective. Let's say that... I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, what's his wife's name? Brittany. Okay, let's say Brittany Mahomes' parents owned a restaurant in Missouri somewhere, and they had two dudes on motorbikes drive by with automatic guns and fired 20, 30 rounds into this establishment. We would go to great lengths. Those two people would be found. Yeah. Whether it was the right two or two that you just (laughs) made up. You're going to find those two guys. Yeah. Because that would put the fear of God in everybody. We'd all be freaked out about that. And Argentina, I don't know I don't know how serious they yeah. take these things. According to the note, they don't take it serious because Apparently not. When you, their mayor's a drug lord. When you sign your name to something like that, like, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is this is who's uh gunning for you. Yep. It's kind of crazy. Hans and Scotty, whole world news next, ninety seven five, the KSL Sports Zone. This is this is DJ and PK. Tim Lacombe joins us now. They're going to win a few and lose a few, and to me it depends on the length and severity of Clarkson's injury, his ability to go get a bucket at will when he needs to and create havoc on the defense. That's Havoc. You know, the Jazz are missing that right now. Or Havoc. havoc. You, know, hey, you know, he created Havoc, you know, with Kukoc. We're talking to Rick Majerus, of course. And I did speak to a high school team. The head coach asked if anybody in the room knew who Rick Majerus was, and there were no hands. Really? <laughs> So that's how far removed we've gone from that, guys. I totally believe so, I that. Mean, I, I had to I, bury most of my good stuff because nobody knew who he was. <laughs> it was bad. really humbling, and I almost slinked out of the room because, again, it takes a good amount of my stuff. Catch DJ and PK, mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Go! It's time to span the globe for the hard-hitting news you care about. Well, not really. But hey, at least we found it interesting. This is Whole World News on 97.5. The KSL Sports Zone. We've got, We've got the, the whole world in our hands. You got the whole world in our hands. We've 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 got you and me, brother. In our hands. You've got you and me, sister. Brother, in our hands, we got the whole world in our hands. We got little lady baby in our 
Full World News right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It is another edition of Whole World News. Spanning the globe to find something that hopefully entertains you and makes you laugh a little bit. I don't know if today's qualifies or not. Where are we going? Today's qualifies for sure, Scotty. Look at you. You're on your new iPhone. Can you give them off the thing now? This is quite the thing. Um, my second daughter, Mackenzie, has committed to play for Treasure Valley. Whoa! We got a commitment? We got a commitment. Where's that breaking news sounder, Lloyd? Oh, oh yeah. Never mind. <laughs> we don't have yeah, it. I'd like to have it very soon, please. So, just so we're all ready for the TVCCs at the 130s, we just, we're, we're going to have to... Treasure Valley at the 15s. <laughs> yes. So, she's going to play in Oregon. Uh, it's so funny because originally she was like, yeah, I'm going east, of course. Going to New York. She had offers in New York and Pennsylvania. Wait a minute, Ontario, that's that's like uh, nine iron away from Weezer, isn't it? It is right there in my old, the old backwoods of Weezer. Yes. And so she's essentially going back to kind of my home area. But, but the reason is she's so comfortable with it. She just knows that area. So didn't you and, uh, what was the name of the quarterback? <clears throat> <laughs> Why are you coughing? Oh. Why did you cough? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but he he married. Wasn't it J.P. Losman or something? No, that was he's a. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about a different quarterback. No. I thought you were talking about one you went on a visit with. No, sorry. no, no, no. The guy that. No, that's why. Okay, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, A.J. Feely. A.J. Feely. Thank nice. you. I got you. You were yes. sitting in a library, and Mrs. So and So was yelling at you for taking up the library space. Wasn't that in Ontario? That was in Weezer, but he was oh. from Ontario. Okay, I thought you did that in. No, he, Ontario. he came to Weezer because Weezer was actually more of a hub than Ontario. Oh, really? At the time. So all the all the Ontario kids came to Weezer. To yes, if they, if they wanted to get that recognition. Okay. Uh, but um, I'm so happy for her. I'm really happy for her. She's worked so hard. We're going to do like a big signing party? Got to do a I signing I mean, she made party. the announcement, but maybe we do a thing like we did with Smith Snowden where she comes in here and we do yeah, it Yeah, we got to throw her on air. Yeah. Get her hot takes. Get a couple of the hats and she chooses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just kind of hide the announcement. Uh, it's so much fun. It's fun to see your kids accomplish. I'm just really proud of her because she uh, she doesn't have the height yeah. that Ashlyn has. Ashlyn's six foot. Mackie's five seven. And she's got the power, though. She's got the power. She's got plenty of power, but she didn't have the hops. She didn't have the elevation, and she had to drop some weight. And she's been working with an explosion coach, and in a single year, she she was able to an explosion coach. Yeah, an explosion coach. I think of like Scotty G when I hear explosion <laughs> coach. All right, so what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? That's the last one for me today. Sorry. <laughs> so, so what you do? It's like I know Lloyd. It's like Mr. Keaton off of Trimmers. All you need is some good home goods and a. And a couple of cut-off pipes. Don't look at me like that. I don't need... I'm sorry. Uh, Scotty, you know what I do when Lloyd gets out of hand. I, I hurt him. Just go hurt him. Works for me. Strong like bull. And then <laughs> and then hide the uh, the narc line. Oh, hurt, hurt him and take his phone. <laughs> I don't deserve this. I really don't. You know what? I'm done. All right. I said Yahoo. I said CBS. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, you've been picking on Scotty a lot. Just a little bit. I'm victim done. of the show. There's only going to be one more time in the show. I haven't even that brought, brought up in elementary on. school in like weeks. There you go. See? <laughs> you did, just you like did. that. You just did. You just did. You got it in. Good for you. Uh, so whole world news today. A German ice cream parlor has rolled out a new kind of ice cream. It's called Cricket Flavor. Oh, nice. Listen to the ingredients. It's made of cricket flour. Let me guess. Crickets. Yes, cricket flour. So listen to this, guys. So in, in German, or in Germany, they have allowed insects... When when cured properly, they have allowed insects to be consumable by the public. It is backed by their whatever FDA or whatever. Right. So they and this is a new thing. So what they've started making is cricket powder. They dry out the crickets, they grind them into powder, and it's cricket powder. 
It's called cricket flour. So this ice cream is made of cricket flour, heavy cream, <laughs> vanilla extract, and honey. You just gagged there for a yeah. second? <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. That's the opposite of biting your lip. And it's topped with dried whole crickets. Many people are saying, it's surprisingly yummy. <laughs> Well, instead of biting your lip. At, oh. uh, at Seattle Mariners games, they, they serve crickets. Yeah, what was the name of that? Your headline was something Confucius say. Cricket something. It was like, come on, man, yeah. what the Confucius say. I can't remember. Not a long time ago. Oh, something grasshopper. What was it? <laughs> I can't remember. I think it's probably time to move on. Back in the Back in the day. I think that the flavor is going to bomb, but this guy said that he came up with the idea off of his sausage, his liver sausage flavor, and his gargonzola cheese ice cream flavor, and both have done really really well. He's got a liver sausage flavor and a gargonzola cheese flavor. Yeah, hard pass on those. Hard pass on all three. Yeah. Ice cream's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be crickets. Yeah, you go in to enjoy your ice cream yeah. experiment or experience, not to be gagged. And this is gagging. No, it's not okay. Oh, my gosh, that sounds awful. All right, 204, Hans and Scotty. We're going to chat with Coach coming up next, Tim Lacombe, the man himself, next, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.